The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. Just a quick update that we continue to troubleshoot defects for the My Stress Alarm app, and we're getting closer, uh, but it can't be rushed because you kind of have to make adjustments on the back end and then observe for a while. So it's not a quick process, but we're getting closer. And it's quite possible that almost all the uh, defects are fixed because I know there's one small one that needs to get fixed already, but we're getting really close. So um, I want to thank you for your patience as we figure out all the bugs. Today, I wanted to talk about behavior change. Not that I'm an expert by any means, but I listen to the experts and repeat what I see and hear like a parrot. But I wanted to talk about behavior change today because when it comes to stress management and living in health, a healthy lifestyle in general, it boils down to making changes, right? I mean, ultimately you have to change certain things you do that you're used to, and there's no way around that. So let's go through what your typical wellness journey looks like. Now, I see two distinct journeys, actually. One where you're very proactive about your health, even at an early age. You're more inclined to gravitate toward holistic modalities without waiting for some kind of stress event or health scare, new diagnosis, bothersome symptoms, what have you. And then there are the rest of us, myself included, who are more reactive, at least initially, about our health and wellness. We go to the doctor when we have an issue. We get diagnosed uh, with a chronic condition, let's say, for example. You start out on the least drastic measure, but usually some kind of prescription meds are involved, and you see how effective it is. And if it's effective, you probably continue on some kind of maintenance dose until you have symptoms again. And then either you have to increase the dosage or perhaps go to a stronger medication. Now, why do we go with the conventional approach first? Well, because we have an immediate issue that has to be addressed. And the first step is getting it diagnosed, which conventional medicine is very good at. Not perfect, but very good at diagnosing. When I went to a gastroenterologist and got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, I was in an active flare. That was my immediate issue because, well, I can't live with, you know, my life flared up, right? I mean, I could try to ignore it, but eventually it gets so bad you can't do anything because of the pain. So you're probably going to take whatever meds are prescribed to you without hesitation. Once you start feeling better, Now you have a certain trust in that medication, so you're likely to continue following doctor's orders and taking the maintenance dose. But over time, your condition may worsen and become harder to uh, to control. 
Because again, in my example, it's a chronic issue. There, there is no cure. So the meds kind of quiet things down. In my case, it was a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. I had no side effects, so I was good to go pretty much. The only thing that had to change in my life at that point, in terms of my lifestyle, was that I took two pills in the morning and two in the evening. I could take them with or without food. So it was pretty. It was a pretty easy transition to this quote-unquote new lifestyle. However, over time, I began to flare up more and more each time the doc said to increase the dosage by X amount, which I did. Until one day, I was up to the max dose and it wasn't controlling the flare. At that time, I was prescribed prednisone because that's the next thing in the doc's toolbox. So at this point, I was at a fork in the road because for those of you not familiar with prednisone, it's a common steroid medication prescribed for many conditions, but there are all kinds of potential side effects as well. And frankly, that scared me. And that's when I realized that conventional medicine doesn't have all the answers, especially when it comes to dealing with long-term chronic issues. And so my experience, my journey, I think is typical of many people's. And that's when you start opening up to holistic modalities more and more and uh, being more proactive and more motivated to changing your lifestyle, which is really important. I mean, motivation is one of the components of behavior change. So if you're not motivated, you have no chance of changing. But notice what I said. It's just one component of behavior change. Being motivated does not guarantee that you'll be successful at building good habits into your lifestyle, into your routine. Now, a little sprinkle of education and some gentle nudging may help with some folks, but for the vast majority of us, that's still not going to be enough to make long-lasting lifestyle changes. You know, when I explain chronic stress monitoring in the My Stress Alarm app, some folks, it just doesn't sit right with it, just the whole approach. They might think it's ass backwards, misguided, you know, that, you know, wouldn't it just be easier, better to be more proactive? Besides, people already know that they have chronic stress without the app. So monitoring just seems to add more to your plate, but you still have the stress. It's sort of the elephant in the room, isn't it? What real value is there in just monitoring your chronic stress? And on the surface, I can see how it may seem like a roundabout approach, dancing around the real issue instead of being more proactive, more committed to making the necessary changes to feel better, have more energy, perform better, and so on. I get it. But to make those necessary changes, the research is pretty clear that the key to successful behavior change is actually taking small steps. And I've brought this up before many times, uh, even recently, I believe. Even folks who've made lasting lifestyle changes seemingly with ease, I would argue have probably been taking small steps for some time, even if they didn't know exactly what eventual changes they'd be making. And so what I'm suggesting is that chronic stress monitoring is a great first step. And a pretty small one at that. You're in and out less than a minute, no muss, no fuss. And for that one measly minute a day, 
you now have the ability to see roughly how close you are to triggering symptoms. That's a pretty big bang for your buck, if you ask me, even if it's not as proactive as other things, but it's still proactive, by the way. I mean, you are trying to avoid triggering symptoms. And one small step begets another small step and another and another. And so down the road, not too far down, mind you, you may find yourself taking other small steps towards things like getting to bed earlier. That's a big one. Uh, Or exercising more, meditating, eating better, whatever. I've recommended this book many times before, but I highly recommend a book by B.J. Fogg, F-O-G-G, called Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything. It's based on 20 plus years of research into human behavior and how we actually form habits, good and bad habits. It turns out it's the same process. So it's very interesting read and a pretty easy one as well. Now, Chronic stress monitoring works because it's easy. It's a small step. And we're kind of meeting people halfway. We're saying, we understand that you have this overwhelming desire, this intrinsic motivation to pursue your life goals. It brings meaning and purpose to your life. And it's understandable that you would want to make sure that you're spending enough time on those goals in order to have a fighting chance of actually achieving them. We get it. But there is a point at which your efforts could become counterproductive, and that's where chronic stress monitoring helps. By making you more aware of how your work-related decisions improve or hurt, as the case may be, your chances of success, chronic stress monitoring is in effect leveraging your intrinsic motivation rather than relying on education and gentle nudges alone. So you have the motivation intrinsically. You have the simplicity in updating my stress alarm, um, that small step, and a push notification reminds you to do it. So that's the trigger. Uh, Those are the basic uh, three components of behavior change. Motivation, it's easy to do, and there's got to be a trigger. Now, There are a couple immediate benefits to chronic stress monitoring that I'd like to point out, starting with that it's therapeutic, just like any kind of journaling. Also, just having the ability to anticipate a flare, to anticipate symptoms, that mental preparedness, even if you can't do anything about it, just knowing it's coming, being able to brace for it helps. It really does. And as for not being able to do anything about it, because people will say to me uh, from time to time, hey, Adam, there's no wiggle room in my schedule. There's nothing I can do. And to be fair, because I like to look at things from different points of view, there are times when we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. And who's to say? It might make more sense at the time, depending on what you're doing, to push through it, even if the risk is higher that you might trigger symptoms. It's not ideal for sure. It's a dilemma. And we could talk about what some of those dilemmas might be. But I do want to make it very clear that I do not endorse or advocate that people push themselves to their limit. There are motivational speakers out there who shall remain nameless, but who preach, if you want to be successful, you got to live and breathe success. And 
push yourself to the extreme. I've tried that before, usually doesn't end well. So nowadays, I err on the side of caution. My motto, why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? Because you're probably already doing enough today, right? Sort of a twist on uh, Ben Franklin's quote, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. But the thing is, he never lived in a fast-paced postmodern world the way we do. And here's the thing. If you can make time to see the doctor after you flare, if you can make time to get whatever treatments after you flare, if you can make time to adequately rest after you flare, then you can certainly make some adjustments preemptively, which will undoubtedly be less painful, less expensive, and in general cause less disruption to your life than going through an actual flare. And the great thing about chronic stress monitoring is that it allows you to target those adjustments more precisely to minimize disruption to your schedule. And one more thing I like to mention, it's sort of beside the point, but I do want to reiterate that chronic stress monitoring is not an exact science. So there's always some margin of error that you have to keep in mind when considering what course of action to take each day. Well, that's my two cents for this week. Thank you very much for listening. As always, I really value your feedback, so please don't be shy. You can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page or always feel free to email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Well, stay safe and wishing you good health and success. Have you ever felt like you pushed yourself so much that it actually affected your health, either physically or mentally? If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, then My Stress Alarm might be just the app for you as it helps you walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. It takes just a minute a day, no wearables or sensors needed. Just go to MyStressAlarm.com to download for iOS or Android. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.